Hi there, I'm Dr. Trevor Cates. Welcome to the Spa Doctor Podcast. On today's podcast, we're covering how to upgrade your brain for maximum energy. My guest is Dr. Ryan Wolfert, who helps patients elevate their health and energy at his multiple chiropractic nutrition and wellness clinics. He's the co-creator and host of the Superhuman Brain Masterclass, bringing together the world's top neuroscientists, brain researchers, doctors, and biohackers to uncover proven solutions to upgrade the brain to high energy and performance. He also founded UpgradedParents.com to help people, especially parents, heal and upgrade their brain for maximum energy performance and longevity. In this interview, we cover solutions for failing energy, brain fog, and poor focus. So instead, you can achieve better energy and performance now and as you continue to age. So please enjoy this interview. Dr. Ryan, it's so great to have you on my podcast. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm glad we could set this up. Yeah. So I know you've got a personal journey or story like um, so many of us do that led you to specialize in what you do. So can you start by telling everybody sharing that, that story? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it started I mean, back when I was a kid, but even the biggest one was in 2008. And it led me into the whole brain realm, even though it didn't start in that spot. I remember my, my grandma, one of my grandmas uh, getting diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And over the next three to four months, just seeing how, how her health declined and how she basically wasted away. And I was already you know, a doctor. I was already in practice for, for years. But that really hit home with what she was going through and then also what my parents were going through and you know, basically my grandma's kids, my aunts and uncles were going through watching what was happening with her. And that's where I decided, you know what, I wanna make sure that not only me, but like me personally, take care of my health to the best of my ability. Because at that point I was you know, watching my, my posture and spine because I'm, I'm trained as a chiropractor. And two, like I, I wasn't even big in nu- nutrition yet. I was just exercise and fitness related and sleep wasn't even on the radar and mindset really wasn't on the radar. But then that spurred me into it. You know what? I need to incorporate all this into my journey. And then also the journey of my patients and especially parents. And we'll talk more about that is why I like specializing in, in helping parents upgrade their brain energy, their performance and longevity so they can enjoy their life. But that was the first step there. And then, as time went on, well, six years ago now, so that was back in 2013, my wife was actually struggling. And this is where it got more brain related, where she was just exhausted. She would get enough sleep, but still feel exhausted. She was overwhelmed by everything that was going on in her life. Uh, responsibilities with the kids and, and work, and she's a doctor herself. So she was feeling guilt that you know, why was this happening to me? You know, this is where we started digging into even the nutrition part of it and the sleep part of it and finding out, okay, what is the process and what is the system that we could use to help her regain her health, regain her energy, regain her brain function. And it even affected her skin. That was one of the like first signs that she noticed was 
acne. She'd have severe acne, and normally she had really nice, really clean skin. So again, we knew something wrong, and through some through testing and through again basically trial and error with her, what worked, what didn't, and then we you know able to put a program together for her. And now that I use with a lot of other patients and clients, but yeah, so that was, I mean, it, it's my personal journey through the eyes of my family, but I've always been good at, you know, trust me, I've had issues with, with my brain. Like for me, it was migraine headaches way back in the eighth grade, which is somewhat of a, a brain issue and nerve issue up in the neck. And again, went through treatments with that. And I still, to this day, I know how to not let that affect my life. If I do, for some reason, get a migraine, if I put too much stress in my brain and I'm on my body to cause my body and brain to break down to where, for me, my weak link is migraines, is I, I could get a migraine with that. With somebody else, it could be acne, it could be eczema. Just talked to a lady this week, same thing. She said that's the overload on her body got to a point to where now she's starting to get eczema and skin issues and we relate it back to what is happening in the entire body and in the brain right so let's talk about why the brain is so important why do you think the brain is so important wow geez (laughs) (laughs) well there's nature i I love looking at nature for clues on, on what is so important and it's the first thing to develop right inside the in your mom's belly when you're developing the brain's there first. And then now comes the spinal cord off of that and all the nerves because it needs that energy, that healing energy to get from the brain down and to create every cell, tissue, organ in the body. Uh, and when you look at it, is it, it's kind of taking a back seat though. I think it's because if we wore our brain on our face, most of us would take a lot better care of it. <laughs> because it's hidden away, it's in this big block of skull, you know, the spine or the spinal cord is encased in spine and bone. But again, that tells you how important it is. Not only how important it is, but how fragile it is. Because it's the only organ that's all encased in bone. Okay, because it's got to be protected. And I mean, think about football, think about how much these concussions and traumatic brain injuries are such a huge effect on people's lives. Again, it gives clues. Nature gives clues. So that's why the brain is so important because in, in the uh, kind of last, what, five, ten years, other things have come more into the forefront, like gut health. You know, we, most of us and probably most of the listeners and viewers know and have heard about leaky gut and gut health and how that actually controls a lot what's happening in the body and that the 80% of the immune system is in the gut and the nervous system and there's all these the microbiome and genetic material. And, and yes, I'm not saying it's not important. It is definitely important. And when we address brain health, we absolutely address gut health. When we address the skin, when we address thyroid, we do it all together in a holistic fashion. There's actually a, a cardiologist that I treated in the past. And when he came in our office, he's like, it's so cool how you guys put everything together and you focus on the entire health. And this is like holistic healthcare practitioners, naturopathic doctors, functional medicine doctors, chiropractors, is we want to, you know, 
get everything together, not just focus on one thing. Because what he said is like, somebody comes in, I look at the heart. That's, that's what he looks at. All the, the blood vessels around the heart, but he loved the holistic approach that, that, that we take with it. And he equated that with you know, him getting better and taking that on to, to wherever he's going now. But yeah, so that's why I feel the brain is so important is because it, no matter how much we say and science finds, okay, the gut sends more connections and more information up to the brain than the brain does down to the gut or to the thyroid or to the colon or to, uh, let's say, the spleen or liver, the brain has to control everything. It's the conductor of the symphony. It sends, says, okay, go here, do this, do that. So that's why it's so darn important. Right. And like you said, so much, a lot of the things that we do for our gut, we do for our skin, you know, at least from this holistic approach is are good things for the brain. When I've had other people come on the podcast to talk about foods that are good for the brain, different things like, wait a minute, those are so good for the skin, you know, and no surprise. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is important. And I think the, the, the thing that was really, you know, is that our brain, the functionality of our brain is so key. And especially as we get older, memory focus and then we've got a lot we've got always got more and more going on it seems like we've got we've got kids and then our kids are getting older it doesn't just because we're running they're not running around chasing them anymore they're teenagers and we have to deal with all you know what that's right and then our parents start aging we're taking care of them we're doing all these things we've got to keep up our brains have to keep up with all that we're doing. So what, what are the, some of the things that people like, so what are some, let's dive into like, what are key things that people can do to protect their brain, to optimize their, their performance and focus, memory, all of that. It, you know, the cool part about the brain too is in this day and age, again, I'm just looking at machines and how they're built and you know, we're remodeling our house and our kitchen. So we're getting new appliances and looking for refrigerators. And most things are built for performance nowadays. So that means they don't last as long because they get worn out. And sometimes that's like phones. Everybody's got to get the new iPhone every six months or a year. I don't even have one. I got I'm still with my, uh, my Android. <laughs> but the key is, the, uh, again, another reason I love the brain is we can build it for high energy, for high performance, and for the long run. It's not like we have to burn it out because the things that we can do to improve the performance of it are also things that we can do to help increase the longevity. And it's not just about living a long time. It's about having that active longevity or longevity. I've heard people call it. So there's something I call like the six pack of energy or the six pack of health. And again, I deal with, and I help a lot of parents. So I call it the family six pack of health. So what can we do? So number one, focus your mindset. That is more of the subconscious type thoughts. What are the things you're telling yourself over and over again about your, let's say your health? Do you believe that your body is in brain is going to break down as you age? Do you believe that it's genetic? Do you believe that because your mom had uh, uh, cancer and or dementia or Alzheimer's that you're going to get that too? So that, I mean, that applies for health, that applies for relationships, that applies for fitness and finances. It's just the mindset that we take into life. So that's focus. Number two, food, or you could say even fuel. But food, yeah, we talk. I don't know if we have to go much into that, but food (laughs) fuels the body. (laughs) You know, food, 
it provides the raw materials it, it, and it's information. So if you put information in your body, it's going to either build it up or it's going to tear it down. Now, again, we're doing a remodel on our house. If we used horrible materials to, to build walls and to build, uh, you know, different rooms, it's going to wear out quicker. If we do that same thing with food, if we use poor quality processed food, hydrogenated oils instead of the good oil, good fats, avocados, uh, nuts and seeds, uh, then it's going to break down. So food, obviously, that's great for the brain, great for the gut, great for the skin. I mean, you know, skin is one, for some people, it's the first place where it shows up where, you know what, there's something wrong. Or some people, it's the last place. But it, skin is a great indicator of how great your food health is. Number three, fitness. Fitness, exercise, movement. Our body was made to move. And if you see me moving around a little bit, it's because I'm standing up while I'm doing this. Because I've been sitting down a little bit too much today doing strategy sessions with, uh, with clients. So fitness is so important. Getting up and moving every you know, half hour to an hour. And if you can't do that, you better reevaluate. You know, if you're sitting down eight hours a day and getting up two or three, you know, one, you're probably not drinking enough water to make you get up to go to the bathroom. Two, you're, again, everything is just stagnating. And when things stagnate, it dies, okay? Which that even goes into number four, is your function. And by function, what I mean is your posture and nervous system, how well your nervous system flows, because all function comes from the brain down through the spinal cord inside the spine. So if your spine is trash, if you're hunched over, if you're constantly at, at your computer laptop like this and typing, or what do people do nowadays? They got their iPhone, smartphone. <laughs> Holy cow. Again, I'm trained as a, a chiropractor, so I notice that so much. It, mm -hmm. And I just have to breathe and <laughs> all right. Tell, maybe they don't know. And, and this goes back to they don't know they're doing it. They're just in that position. And whatever gets stuck there, stays there, puts a ton of stress on the spinal cord and, and decreases your function. Mm -hmm. Number five is, what's number five? Oh, refresh. <laughs> so refresh is sleep. I couldn't find an F word for sleep. So that's why I had to, I ha I had to use refresh. That is where, especially for the brain, it's so important. And that's you know one thing that, you know, I can offer the listeners is a sleep checklist where they can download it. It's a, like an e-checklist where it gives them uh, tips on how to create the best quality sleep. Not just, not just the quantity, but how to increase the quality of your sleep because sleep is where the brain regenerates. It's where the brain basically drains all the, the, the gunk, the glymphatic system, which is the, the drainage system of the brain and the immune system gets it out of there and so it's not stagnated so it gets out of out of there your brain can recover rejuvenate help to build healthy connections healthy brain cells instead of just you know the, the dysfunctional ones so sleep is is so important the last thing is faith that's the last f faith is your purpose you know what is your purpose um and you know my purpose Right now, again, I evolve, you evolve, the listener, they evolve. 
So it might change. But right now, I mean, the purpose that, again, I learned from my grandparents, from my parents, and watching them, my wife and their health struggles, the, the issues that I had when I was a kid, you know, having being sick all the time, is I want to help you know, all people, but especially parents, upgrade and elevate their brain health, their energy, so they can perform well, make an impact in their life and in their family. It, so that's my purpose is, is to help people do that because I, I hear so much. I just got off a call with one. She, you can just hear it in her voice how she's just kind of beat down. She's 48 years old. Um, her you know, energy's low. She just, it, it's been 20 years and you're just getting drained. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to sleep. She doesn't get good sleep. Her nutrition's not great. And even you hear from people who they do everything right and yet their energy is still bad. And so we just have to find out why. So those are the, the, the six pack of health, the six pack of energy that I do in my the programs that I do with my health participants, clients, patients. So those are, again, that was a, a good overview of six things, but hopefully the listener got one or two tips out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Um, so what, what is it that people should experience if they're embracing these things? What is, what is, I mean, you know, what is optimal? What do you look for and that change for people? You know, it's, it's almost, it's hard to describe. You know, that's how they describe it. It's like, you know, it's just a state of wellness, a state of well-being. And when I say energy, the first, you know, thought or image people might have is like just bouncing all over the wall or their kids, if they have toddlers, they just can't sit still. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just they're at peace. They're, uh, they have energy at the end of the day. They're not, it's almost like, what are they not? They're not sitting down on the couch and falling asleep at six o'clock after dinner. They're, they're able to do the hobbies. They're able to contribute to the world. They're able to fulfill their purpose. They're able to volunteer if that's what they want to do. They're, but that's where that faith comes in. That's where that purpose, a belief in the higher purpose. It doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be spiritual, but it, it's something like that. There's a, a higher purpose that they're able to fulfill. So it's different for everybody. Well, let me ask you, what does it feel like for you? <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of times we think of the absence of certain things, you mm -hmm. know, some of the typical things like, um, you know, fatigue and brain fog and, uh, uh, mood imbalances, forgetfulness. These are all things that you think associated with uh, brain health and performance. And so the absence of that, but like you said, it, there's, there's something more than that. And it's, so it's not just the absence of uh, those symptoms or signs, but um, you know, I, I think a lot of it is, I think we put a lot onto aging, like, Oh, I'm just getting older. Uh, you know, I, I'm, you know, and, and people will say, whatever it is, they'll say, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 45, I'm 50. I'm like, what, you know, and I'm like, you're young. What are you talking about? You're, and um, even, but, but there's so much mindset in that. My mom is, I think she's 78 now and she's one of the most energetic people I know. <laughs> and so it's, you know, I know that um, it's not age. It's definitely not age. And so, um, and part of it's mindset, but we've got to do these things that you're talking about to help support us. And I think it's um, 
there is this there's this vitality that we can have and the focus and the energy and and being able to live our life fully as we get older and to enjoy the things that we have worked so hard to achieve and the our family our friends and social travel whatever it is and not have to be feel stuck or uh limited that was beautiful i mean you just said it all right there that 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 was awesome and you know i was laughing i don't know if they can see me when you were talking but i was laughing when you're talking about people saying when it's when they get old mm -hmm. because you're right people say that at 30 and 40 and 50 it's like when i was 25 people say well wait till you're 30 you'll feel like this okay i got the 30 all right where is it <laughs> then i say oh wait till you're 40 all right i'm 43 right now all right where is it i you know 48 year old 55 year old and i ask them i say so when i get to your age 55 or however old they are when they say it am i going to feel like you well no okay so then it's not the age it's these six i believe it's these six things that if i don't take care of then yeah I, there's a, a better chance that i will feel less energetic less vital less healthy have more symptoms have more diseases growing inside my body that i don't even know until it's too late so yes i i loved how you said that you said it all right that you feel that stuck it is almost like the absence of it is it is what people normally uh, talk about why they feel so much better. Yeah. So I want to go back to food because I, I get asked this all the time and I know it's, it's always a hot topic. Our lives, uh, you know, revolve a lot around food. Um, what do you think are the best foods? And then I also want to hear the, what you think are the worst foods. And, I, um, and are there any that, that might surprise people? Hmm. Well, bad, there's probably a lot that surprises people you yeah. know, for bad foods. You know, the funny part is when I was a kid and growing up and, you know, being athletic and still play sports, but not at the level I did was pizza was always considered like back in the nineties as one of the best foods that you could eat. I don't know if you remember that as an athlete. Yeah. And that's because there was, if you're looking at the macronutrients, yeah. And I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I'm the opposite. Okay. Just so the listeners don't stop listening at that part. Say, hey, he said pizza's good. No, 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 no. I realize now how crazy that thinking is because it had the great amount of carbs and protein and fat. It's just the wrong types of mm -hmm. carbs, protein, and fat. Yeah. It, you know, because there's different types. And some people will say, oh, it's all the same. Your body interprets it the same. Like, no. Not all calories are created equal. If a calorie was a calorie, or if you know, diet Coke was great because it had no calories, or it was healthy because it had no calories, then smoke, because smoking doesn't have any calories, right? So just, just do that. Well, we don't do that. So the best foods, like fat food, I, you know, I eat a ton of fat. You know, I eat a ton of nuts, cashews, walnuts. Again, nature gives clues. So we did this superhuman brain masterclass last year where we took people from, you know, disorders and disease and uh, dysfunction of their, of their brains and show them how to heal and upgrade and take it to the next level. And during that, I explained, look at the foods that are good for your brain. Walnuts, avocados, looks like the brain, right? Look at it. It's got all those nooks and crannies. It looks like the brain. 
uh, I mean, salmon is also great. S different spices, as many spices as you can, as you can muster. So I have a smoothie every day. I call it a, a superhuman brain shake, just to make it sound like it's a, a shake. But I've been doing that for years. What do you put and, in? Oh my gosh! All right. So <laughs> again, I have a template for that if if the viewer wants that. Mm -hmm. It's a. I start with a base of greens, so some type of greens, whether it's Swiss chard. And I, I mix it up. And they got the it makes it they make it easy now because they got those big tubs of organic spinach or kale and 50-50 blend spring mix. So I'll, I'll put a big handful of that in there. I make it for my wife. I make it for my kids. I don't put all this what I'm about to say in for my girls because they're still. Their oh, taste buds are a little bit different, but, <laughs> but I've increased it over the years. Mm. So we got the greens. I have some type of like liquid base, whether it's like almond milk, coconut milk. Uh, and, and I'm going to say this, all organic as much as possible. That's what I'll put in mine. Uh, water you can use. I even put, this can count as the fat too, some raw eggs, raw organic eggs I'll crack in there. Uh, but so then I'll put a fat in there, whether it's chia seeds, flax seeds, just nut butters, avocado. Avocado makes it so creamy. That's what it makes it a shake. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got the fat. So that's the third one. A protein. So it could be a protein powder, powder, bone broth protein, plant-based protein powder. Again, organic, organic, organic. Frozen fruit. Usually stick with the berries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries. Blueberries, blackberries, especially great for the brain. Uh, what else we got? Spices. Oh, yeah, spices. Turmeric, ginger. Uh, uh, and you can do this fresh or the root. Cinnamon, using Ceylon cinnamon to help with uh, blood sugar. And then what's the, what's the seventh one? But that's pretty good, right? Yeah, those are fantastic. Um, yeah. I I think there are a couple of things that you talked about in smoothies. A lot of them, you know, a lot of people have heard before. Um, avocados in smoothies are so good. And I have several recipes from my book that include avocados. And it does, it makes it like, it gives this nice uh, texture. I, I, I do notice though that if you over blend it, it starts to get kind of funky. So I always put the avocados in last, you know, oh. if you blend it and then put, you know, like just, you know, blend it less. That's just kind of what I've noticed from avocados. Um, and now, then, what I've noticed too yeah. is avocados really thicken it up because mm -hmm. I have like the Nutri Ninja, so it's a self serving ones. Yeah. So I'll put like in one of those, maybe a half at the most in one of those like single serving cups because or else it's just yeah it, it's yeah, hard right. to yeah, that's part of it. yeah and then what you're talking about spices and herbs a lot of times people don't think about putting those in smoothies but i think most people will find in my recipes in my book i put like mm, herbs or spices in almost all of them mm -hmm. because they add this interesting flavor to it that it makes the smoothie just that much more enjoyable. It's not just something you have to down, down, but just enjoy it. Plus, they come with a lot of health benefits that people don't realize. Like you were talking, cinnamon, blood sugar balancing, turmeric, anti-inflammatory. I mean, sometimes I'll put in cilantro, which, you know, also is good. Uh, detoxing, cleansing, a lot of those that are really See, great. So I got to start incorporating more cilantro. My wife is not a big fan of it. Uh, or so parsley. I don't, Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I just had yeah. that today in there. Yep. 
parsley. That's vitamin great for, for drainage. Yeah. Vitamin C. Yep. Mm -hmm. So these are, I mean, and all of these things you're talking about are great for the brain. They're also great for the skin. The only one I would say is the eggs. Um, I would say people have to, of course, be careful yes. with raw eggs. So you have to, mm -hmm. if you're going to do raw eggs, you have has to be very clean, be very careful with that. Yeah. Um, and then, but eggs can be a trigger food for some skin issues. I know eggs are generally, because of the choline, are really good for the brain. They're good brain food. So if somebody doesn't react to eggs, they're a great, um, a, a great power food for the brain. Exactly. And I was just going to say that. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm not telling anybody to put raw eggs in their smoothie. It's just, it's what I've been doing for years. I haven't had any issues with it. I use organic eggs. So I know there's, I, I just, I know they're high quality source. Okay. Well, that's great. And then, so the, you know, smoothies are such a great way to incorporate a lot of these things, especially for people who maybe don't like to eat greens. Uh, I've actually heard a lot of people lately saying, yeah, I don't really eat greens. I drink them. I'm like, well, however you get them in yeah. is, is great. <laughs> yeah. And, and yes, I, I agree. It's, but at some point, you know, like as adults, and this is what I tell parents is, when I hear, oh, I don't like vegetables, I'm like, mm -hmm. grow up. You know, I, I just kind of say it in my head, like, come yeah. on. There's yeah. got to be something that you like. And if you can't find anything, then I'm seriously worried because your taste buds are so screwed up by maybe the, the diet that they are eating that we know, like, as your diet changes and nutrition changes, as you incorporate more healthy foods into your, into your life, your body and taste buds start to crave it. It wants more and more of that and it starts to taste good. Like I, I've, I've been making smoothies for my wife. I mean, my wife, she's not a big smoothie fan, but she knows how good they are. Mm -hmm. And every, every so often I say, how was that one today? It's like, it's a smoothie. I mean, she knows it's good <laughs> for her. So she drinks it. It's not like she's choking it down, but some are worse than others. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I didn't even answer it. Other certain foods, uh, and we went over the different foods that are, are good for the brain. Mm -hmm. Are there certain ones that aren't good that people think are good? I mean, that, that's a great question. I mean, one is like fruit juices. Mm. You know, that, that's a huge one because people have fruit, and just even fruit in general can sometimes be counterproductive. And let's go back to the smoothie, smoothies and shakes. Is most people put a ton of fruit in there, but don't put a lot of vegetables. Mm -hmm. But how, like you said, is I'll put celery in mine, I'll put broccoli in mine, I'll put like green beans. It's a great way to get your, your greens without even having to taste it. So start incorporating that in there more. And you can still put the fruit in to help make it a little bit sweeter. But I think people use too much fruit. It depends on what the goals are. Like for me, you know, I, I want to actually gain muscle, gain weight sometimes. So it's okay. But if you're trying to lose weight, if you're 50, 60 pounds overweight, you probably want to lower down on the, uh, on the uh, fruit as much, especially tropical type fruit, pineapple, banana, mango, and stick to more of the berries. Yeah. I mean, I think with vegetables, you just eat as many as you can. And so you give it, I'm, I'm not worried about people limiting this. I think that having a couple servings of fruit a day is good, especially like berries and ones that aren't, that don't spike the blood sugar as much are great. I, a friend of mine, uh, he was picking me up from the airport yesterday and he knew I had, you know, had much to eat. And so he brought me a smoothie and he brought me one that he bought from the grocery store. And I, and I was like, I, you know, I looked at it and I looked at the sugar, the amount of sugar, and it is 50 grams of sugar. And 
this little smoothie and I, I felt kind of bad not drinking. <laughs> I took a few sips, but I explained, and then I kind of explained, I'm like, you know, the problem is, is that they put so much fruit in them, yeah. especially bananas to kind of get it to taste sweet. But then you've got the amount of sugar as a soft drink and um or more and and so you're you're doing you're here you are trying to do something healthy and you're and you're actually not and he said to me but wait it's different kind of sugar because it's fruit and and then i you know then we we talked about but i mean yes you know but a lot of people don't realize that yeah. that still is going to cause the blood sugar to increase mm -hmm. well which causes inflammation better. yeah mm -hmm. yeah which causes the inflammation in the brain which is the cause of what 90% of the diseases that are, you know, killing us, the diabetes, the heart disease, the, the dementia, Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. metabolic syndrome. So yes, it's, it definitely plays a role. And it's funny you mentioned that because I mentioned the fruit juices and you're exactly right. Like, like store-bought smoothies, uh, even, you know, different smoothie chains. We got to watch what we get from that. And it reminded me again, 10 years ago, I used to down these, the naked juice. I don't know if you remember yeah, those. They're that, still in there. On that, yeah, that he brought me. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want to say name names, but yeah, <laughs> right. but yeah, yeah, I remember drinking those and then finally looking at it like, oh crap, that's that's yeah, that's just a, a shot there. I know it's uh, reading labels is important. What's in it? and then when you make your own, I think become more aware of what you're actually putting into things. And and again, I don't you know I don't want anybody to think that we are saying that fruit is bad. It's just you want to limit it, get the right kinds of fruit. And especially if you have a tendency for fluctuations in your blood sugar, pay attention to that. Well, this has been really great chatting. Um, tell everybody where they can find out more about you. All right. So the best place to go is upgradedparents.com. And, you know, for the listeners, if they're interested, I do meet one-on-one. -on -one. I do like health consulting with a lot of parents. You don't have to be a mom or a dad, but Again, that's why I identify with, that's why I really want to help. So if you, again, the listeners, a parent who's struggling with their energy, who just, you know, struggling with their sleep and their, their nutrition and how to balance that all out in their life, especially, you said there's different phases of life when you have kids and think, oh, once they get to this age, I'll be able to do this. Well, then this pops up and they're in this activity. So I help people overcome that. I, I hop on calls with them, like these 15 minute strategy, strategy sessions for free, complimentary, uh, and they can go there and sign up for that. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Dr. Ryan, for coming on. Really appreciate it. It was fun. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this interview today with Dr. Ryan. To learn more about him, you can go to thespotdoctor.com. Go to the podcast page with his interview, and you'll find all the information and links there. And while you're there, I invite you to join the Spot Doctor community so you don't miss any of our upcoming shows. And if you haven't done so already and you're kind of curious about your skin and what messages it might be trying to tell you about your health, go to theskinquiz.com and get your own customized skin report. Just It's a free online skin report that you can get just by going to theskinquiz.com. Also, I invite you to join me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, and join the conversation. And I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor podcast.